You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into a fresh week here at Locked On Saints, the daily podcast covering your New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you. I thought about taking today off for the holiday, but couldn't do it without you. So here we are with another episode of Locked On Saints. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the losses, additions, and returning players on the Saints linebacker unit as we continue our position by position preview ahead of the 2021 season. Then we'll talk about which linebackers I think could make the roster here in 2021, including two surprise names to keep an eye out on during camp. And then to wrap up today's show, we're going to be joined by draft expert Joe Marino, who's come to talk a bit about why the New Orleans Saints have been so successful. What are they doing right? What have they done recently? And is it possible that they've struck gold again here in 2021. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, your co-managing editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com and Tuesday co-host over at the National Locked On NFL podcast. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked On Saints, your team every day. Everybody, hope everybody had a fun and safe Independence Day here over the weekend. Some folks still might be celebrating here with a long weekend, but today we're going to continue on with our position by position preview. This time, looking at the linebacker position. Now, we have a lot of names to go through here. So, let's start off with the losses from this year. Of course, New Orleans Saints lost uh, Alex Anzalone and Quan Alexander. I'm lumping them together because Alex Anzalone was a part of that draft class and unfortunately just never really panned out over the course of time, dealt with a lot of injuries. He's now signed with the Detroit Lions. Again, injury riddled throughout his career and really didn't fit into the New Orleans Saints system in terms of what they were looking for, for having that coverage linebacker next to Demario Davis. So because of that, they ended up trading for Quan Alexander at the trade deadline. And you can see the difference between the two immediately. Uh, Quan Alexander in 2020, during his games with the New Orleans Saints, played seven games before his season-ending injury. Uh, 88.1 passer rating when targeted, 60.9 completion rating allowed. And then you look at uh, Alex Anzalone in comparison, 118.8 passer rating and a 77.8 completion percentage allowed. So you really picked up the coverage when it came to Quan Alexander. And that's what the Saints lost when they lost Quan Alexander as well and had to go back to Alex Anzalone. So both of those linebackers now no longer with the New Orleans Saints. Alex Anzalone with Detroit, Quan Alexander continuing his rehabilitation process, not yet cleared to play in the NFL. You can essentially know that by the fact that he's still working with Dr. Reef over the course of the offseason, and he's still working to rehab uh, the the injury that sidelined him throughout the rest of that 2020 season. But they weren't the only losses for the New Orleans Saints. The Saints also lost Craig Robertson over the course of the offseason here. Currently still a free agent, so I suppose that they could reunite. He was their special teams captain, or one of their special teams captains last year. Big time leader in the locker room, and a lot of New Orleans Saints will describe him as the funniest player in the locker room as well. So big time culture guy that they also lost out on if he doesn't end up returning to New Orleans here for 2021. Now to get to the additions, like I mentioned, we're going to move pretty quick here to hit all these names. Pete Werner, Ohio State, second round draft pick for this season. You hear more about him 
in uh, the third segment of today's show because Joe Marino has some really great things to say about him. Played Will linebacker at OSU. The New Orleans Saints also added an undrafted free agent from a few years back this season during minicamp tryouts. Quentin Poling, the linebacker out of Ohio University. He's played uh, across a, a few different teams here in the NFL. Uh, he was the leader all time in tackles and tackles for loss at Ohio and signed during mini camps. It feels like an opportunity for him to maybe come into camp and maybe prove himself a little bit, maybe as a uh, potential special teamer or somebody solid enough to stick around on the practice squad. If, if eligible, feels a lot like what the Saints had in Joe Bocce on the practice squad last year out of uh, Michigan State. The Saints also added Marcus Willoughby, who had some off-field issues during his time at Elon University, ended up having charges dropped for something he was being brought up for in like 2017. But he's an Elon University grad, mostly a pass rusher while he was in college. But he's listed as a linebacker with the New Orleans Saints, likely because of his size, six foot three, 252 pounds as he's listed on the official website. But he's majority been a pass rusher over the course of his career. In fact, he was listed as a defensive end just about everywhere he's been except for in New Orleans. So we'll see if there's a bit of a position change awaiting him and how he how he manages that. And then one more addition here, Shaq Smith, the linebacker out of Maryland. He comes in. Uh, uh, Corey Robinson helped to bring him in. He's a secondary assistant for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, so he could potentially be somebody to watch on the special team side as a special teamer. That was something that Eric Burrell actually told us when he came in the former Wisconsin safety, to visit us a few weeks back. Now for the returning names, Demario Davis, first team All-Pro 2019, second team All-Pro 2020. This is the leader of your unit. He's the only, I would say, sure thing at the linebacker position because everybody else around him in terms of who's still on this roster is young. All of those guys that I just named, they're young guys, youthful in terms of NFL experience as well. So Demario Davis is clearly your leader and your most experienced linebacker going in. Zach Bond coming into his second season after being drafted in the third round last year, finally making that transition to off-ball linebacker. So he's going to compete at the will linebacker position with Pete Warner. It seems like they're working out at the same place, although the Saints have told Pete Warner that they want him to learn a bunch more as well. So we'll keep an eye out on that. Next up is Chase Hansen, former safety turned linebacker. He used to play for Utah. He was an undrafted free agent just a few years ago, came in with the New Orleans Saints, bringing him in as somebody that has this really versatile skill set in terms of being a coverage guy, but also being a, a solid tackler. The Saints like him a lot, uh, and he's made a lot of great plays, made a bunch of great plays last year in camp. We'll see how he performs this year in camp. The Saints also still have Caden Ellis, the linebacker out of Idaho, friend of the podcast as well. He's come through a couple of times. Uh, seventh round draft pick from 2018. Still more to see from him, though. Uh, I feel like he could be somebody that takes over Craig Robinson's special teams role. Maybe he doesn't become a special teams captain, but he could potentially get those snaps that have been vacated with Craig Robinson currently not on the roster. And finally, two more names returning, maybe not household names for New Orleans Saints fans. They got the reserve future deals after spending some time with the Saints in 2020, but 2020 was such a wacky year. We never really got to see anything from them. But anyway, um, Andrew Dowell is one of them. Now six foot one, 225 pounds, probably sounds undersized for a linebacker for the New Orleans Saints, and it is. But when you look at what it is that Andrew Dowell did with Michigan State before he came to the NFL, it actually makes a little bit of sense. Think about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, 5'11", 210 pounds, now you're talking about somebody who is a linebacker at six foot one, 225 pounds, playing the same role that Chauncey Gardner-Johnson played at Florida 
That's what Andrew Dowell did at Michigan State. They both played what was called the star role. So a little bit of nickel coverage, a little bit of coverage, a little bit of blitzing, a little bit of linebacker, a little bit of safety, a little bit of everything. And so Andrew Dowell is somebody to maybe keep an eye out on. The Saints also like him quite a bit. Uh, and he came in as an undrafted free agent and has a lot of versatility in terms of where you can play him, particularly at that size. But even still, at that size, 260 career tackles with Michigan State, including almost getting to triple digits his final year, five and a half sacks, but 16 pass breakups over the course of his career as well. So definitely a player to look out for going into the 2021 training camp. And finally, Winton McManus, also a little bit undersized, same size, actually, six foot one, 225. They're both listed as the same on the uh, Saints official website. Uh, he was a 2016 undrafted free agent with the San Francisco 49ers, did get some playing time there. And then he ended up in 2020 signing with the Calgary Stampede in the CFL before that 2020 season was canceled, spent training camp with the Saints after that, but then was waived before the season. So he returns on a future reserve deal that he was signed to earlier this year in January. So he gets a camp spot based on that. Okay, so that's a little bit on all of the names. Most important part there is that you get all of the names, you know who is on the roster. But next, we're going to get a little bit more in detail with these guys to talk about which ones could potentially make the roster at linebacker for the 2021 New Orleans Saints. We get to those six names and a couple of bonus names as well to watch out for as we continue on with today's episode of Locked On Saints. It's been a little while, a couple of days now without the NBA, but the NBA finals are finally underway and you get two former players for the New Orleans basketball franchise, whether it be the Pelicans or the Hornets, Andrew Holiday and Chris Paul, and you get a former New Orleans coach as well in Monty Williams. So who are you pulling for, Drew Holiday or Monty and Chris Paul? If you pull in for Monty and Chris Paul, you pull in for the favorites minus six going into this matchup, the first game of the seven game series. I kind of hope we get seven games out of this one. But if you're interested in getting in on that action, of course, there's only one place to be. It's betonline.ag. Look at the bars. I did that by accident, but I'm going to take the bars anyway. So go and check them out, betonline.ag. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Get a 50% welcome bonus on top of your very first deposit there. So if you sign up for a brand new account, the account is free. And when you put down that first deposit so that you can start betting, you get that 50% welcome bonus with the promo code locked on at betonline.ag. Betonline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Huda Nation, I know we had a long first segment there to make sure you got to know every name that's on the Saints' current linebacker unit, but now let's talk about the six that I'm going to select that I think could make the roster in 2021. You've got one, you've got, well, I guess you've got a couple of locks here, but you've got one for certain lock, 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 and that is, of course, Demario Davis. Demario's not going anywhere. He's a leader of your unit. He's one of the leaders on your defense, too. The New Orleans Saints have done a great job retaining leaders at all three positions, you're not going to see, you know, Cam Jordan going anywhere before the season, Demario Davis or Marcus Williams. Those guys are the leaders at each of your units at each level of the defense. He plays such a pivotal role to and played such a pivotal role to the turnaround of the New Orleans Saints defense to begin with when he arrived just a few years ago and has continued to play a pivotal role in these young guys coming up, uh, the, you know, the defense really getting into sync. And of course, the role that he's played in the community as well. So Demario Davis not going anywhere. You know, he is absolutely your starter. Wherever he is, they'll build the rest of the linebacker unit around him. If he's at will, 
to figure out who's the Mike. If he's at Mike, to figure out who's the Will. And then you'll see a Sam linebacker or a strong side linebacker every now and then in this defense. You don't see it very often. Usually this is a 4-2-5 defense, more commonly known as, of course, your nickel set, which has essentially become base for the New Orleans Saints. The second linebacker that I'm going to select here is Pete Werner. I think he's your other lock. And Zach Bond. I think those are really your three locks, right? I mean, these are the two guys that you've invested in in the draft over the last two seasons. You're not just going to all of a sudden not have them on the roster. They invested a second round selection in Pete Werner. They were willing to invest the first, but ended up only having to invest the third in Zach Bond. And they're working on developing him and changing his position. I think we see Pete Werner starting opposite Demario Davis, unless something surprising happens. I just think the transition for Zach Bond is really now beginning in earnest. And so because of that, I think it's going to take a little bit of time. But Pete Werner is somebody who's played that will linebacker role. Yes, the responsibilities were different in terms of what he did at Ohio State, what he'll be asked to do in New Orleans. But if you have him there and you have DeBario Davis at Mike or even vice versa, because you've seen Pete Werner play multiple positions on the linebacker unit and along the linebacker spot, I think you're going to feel pretty good about what you have there, especially as somebody that is not going to cause you any massive errors when it comes to Pete Werner. He can help you win games. He's not going to lose you games by playing poorly. He's good at everything that he does. He's not great at any one thing, but he's somebody that is going to be a long time starting linebacker in the NFL and is probably the most pro-ready of the draft picks that the New Orleans Saints spent in the 2021 NFL draft. Zach Bond, again, you're working on making the big change for him. You're taking him from a pass rusher to an off-ball linebacker. He's a lock for me. He's going to be on this roster because New Orleans Saints are going to continue to work with him. This is really the first year for him. I mean, I know he played for the New Orleans Saints a bit last year, but they had him at a position that they weren't really interested in. I don't want to say interested in working him out at, but that's not what they wanted to do with him, right? They wanted to turn him into an off-ball Will linebacker. And even Mike is something that we heard a few times as well. So this really begins the process for Zach Bond here in 2021. And then the final three remaining names to fill out the six linebackers here, Chase Hansen, Caden Ellis, Andrew Dowell. Those are the three that I think you fill out your roster with. Chase Hansen does a little bit of everything. He can cover, he can uh, he can rush the passer, he can play for you at the second level, he can get involved in the run game, and he's a good special teamer. He's just got a big motor, honestly, and it's something that the New Orleans Saints very much like. And of course, his position versatility is something that I think would keep him around. They like him a lot. And I think that he'll stick around and be on the active roster again here in 2021. Same thing for Caden Ellis. They like all the different things that he can do with them. I mean, the guy even played three tech at one point while he was at Idaho, played triple option quarterback during uh, his high school years. The guy can do just about anything. And again, I think he's going to become your core special teamer from the linebacker position, just like Craig uh, Robinson was. Again, I don't know that he gets special teams captain or anything like that, but those snaps have to go somewhere. Right, the percentage of snaps that Craig Robertson played on special teams need to go somewhere. I think they go to Caden Ellis, and then Andrew Dowell is one of the surprises. I mentioned that I was going to tell you two surprise names to keep an eye out on at this position. I'll say Andrew Dowell is very much one of those guys. Again, his ability to be able to play that star role while he was at Michigan State. This is another linebacker that the Saints like, and he does the thing that the Saints like the most at the linebacker position. He can cover, and that's something that they definitely value at that spot. And so I think that maybe he's one of those guys that comes in and is somebody that can contribute in special teams for you. He did so during his freshman and sophomore seasons before transitioning to a full-time starter, his junior and sophomore years with the Spartans. 
Now you get an opportunity to maybe plug him in as a special teamer, but also have him as somebody that you can use on an emergency basis if you need another linebacker due to injuries or anything of the like. So it's actually pretty easy at this point, again, early before training camp has begun to see him be maybe the New Orleans Saints sixth linebacker to keep an eye out on. The second surprise name that I would watch out for is is Quan Alexander. I mean, look, I don't see the Saints re-signing Quan Alexander. That's why it's a big, it would be a big surprise to me to watch out for. I know a lot of folks are getting excited about what they've seen from him working with Dr. Reef, uh, Dr. Sharif Tabah, who's also worked with guys like Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara as a part of his rehabilitation and everything. But Quan Alexander is still in the midst of his rehabilitation process. So before we get too excited about workout videos and things like that, we have to understand what the purpose of those workouts are. He's in the midst of rehabbing. So I don't think that he's even eligible to be signed at this time. He could be somebody that the Saints fall back on should they need an extra body injury, something unforeseen. But as of right now, I don't know that the Saints go out and grab him because they've invested so much at that linebacker position. This is a point that Nick Underhill makes all the time as well that we've seen on Twitter and you know in his pieces that the Saints just invested highly in the draft at the linebacker spot. So bringing in somebody to automatically jump up in front of them just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. But if they're in desperation mode and they need somebody and Quan Alexander is still in the season, you know, still on the market at any point during the season or even ahead of the season, then maybe that could work out, but it would be a big surprise to me, but still a name to watch out for. So those are the six linebackers that I think could make the roster for the New Orleans Saints here before training camp. We'll see how training camp, of course, affects all of that. And we get to see these players actually get out on the field and compete for their roles. But if you feel differently, make sure you let me know by hitting me up on Twitter at Ross Jackson NOLA, N-O-L-A. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can drop them down in the comment section below as well. Coming up next, you're going to be joined by Joe Marino, who's going to give us a little bit more insight on Pete Werner, as well as Peyton Turner, and what the New Orleans Saints have done over the recent past to be so successful in the NFL draft. Have that coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. A lot of variety for the New Orleans Saints at that linebacker position, and you should want that same type of variety in your protein bars. You can get it at BuiltBar.com. Nine incredible flavors of the best tasting protein bar on the market. These protein bars taste like candy bars. I had somebody jump into the YouTube comments the other day and say, I will never try a Built Bar, and you know what? It's their loss. But this can be your win by heading over to BuiltBar.com today to try any of those nine flavors as well as Grasshopper Cookie. It's on the way. So make sure you go and check them out at BuiltBar.com. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to get 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And speaking of variety, you should have variety choices when it comes to auto parts that you're grabbing for your vehicle, whether it's because you're rebuilding a classic or you're trying to make sure your daily driver is able to be driven daily. You shouldn't be limited in terms of your choices based upon what the chain store around the corner has in stock. You should have options and you shouldn't have to pay out of your gourd to be able to do it as well, right? Shouldn't cost you an entire paycheck to replace something for your vehicle that you need. So go and check out rockauto.com. Make sure you get to a look at their expansive catalog, regardless of your make, your model. If you drive a Dodge, a Daewoo, a Ford, or a Fiat, they have you covered no matter what you drive. And they're gonna give you several options at the part, piece, or accessory that you need. So go and check them out at rockauto.com. They're a family business and they've been supporting customers online for over 20 years. So go and show them some love. And when you get to check out as well, don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you. We're writing Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us section. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. 
right, Houdat Nation, we are rolling right along with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Thank you very much for being here, and a big thank you very much for being here for our guest today, Joe Marino of the Draft Network of Draft Dudes. You heard him on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 as well, uh, covering everything having to do with the NFL Draft. My guy, you can follow him on Twitter at the Joe Marino, and also host of the Locked on Bills podcast as well. Shout out Bills Mafia. Joe, thanks for coming through, homie. How are you? Absolutely, Rasa. Thanks for having me and uh, look forward to talking Saints draft. It's uh, There's a lot of good stuff to celebrate when you look over what this team's been able to accomplish in the draft. Yeah, they have done some really, really good things uh, in the recent past. And here we are just a couple days removed from the extension of Ryan Ramchick from the 2017 NFL draft class. I know that we kind of elevate the Saints draft class for 2017, but you can really kind of find success from this team a little bit outside, beyond, and around that season as well, right? Yeah, I think, obviously, they've been hitting on draft picks for a while, and there's so much to get into. I think there's this idea that they go get their guys. You know, that's Mm -hmm. been Sean Payton's MO. I remember listening to Jim Monas, who was part of the front office there earlier in the 2000s, and he talks about working with Sean Payton, and if Sean Payton believes that a player can help them win a Super Bowl, he goes and gets them. And so I think while the Saints ne- not, have not necessarily embraced the volume of draft picks where you know you mm-hmm. see other teams want to have a lot of darts to throw at the board, New Orleans really trusts the work that they put in scouting these players, and they go get the guys that they think can help them win. And I think, obviously, Drew Brees has been a big reason why they've been successful. But I think what has helped that team pretty consistently be one of the elite teams in the NFL has been how they've supplemented Drew Brees by making sure they continue to hit on draft picks and have young players on rookie deals that can help, you know, restore and, and make sure that this roster is deep everywhere. And so, yeah, it's it's not just 2017, you know, and the year before that, Michael Thomas in the second round. Right. There, there's hits like that, it seems like year after year, that have allowed this team to stay amongst the best in the NFL for a very long time. I think one of the tenets that we've seen from the New Orleans Saints is their ability to not necessarily draft based on need. And some of that comes to roster retention in the pro personnel department. But even this season where you see them making some selections at positions that maybe Saints fans might feel like they didn't necessarily need to make that selection. We saw that with Alvin Kamara when uh, Mark Ingram and Adrian Peterson were on the team, when they drafted Ryan Ramchek, when Zach Shreve was still on the team, when they brought in CJ Gardner-Johnson, even though everybody felt like they were good at the safety position. Why are selections like that something that the Saints continue to fall back on and continue to be successful, even though they're not necessarily a big need for the team? Yeah, I think teams that draft for need get themselves in trouble because you're not mm-hmm. picking the best player. And I think what this has afforded New Orleans the opportunity to do is they don't have to panic to re-sign players because they know that there's this pipeline of adding young talent in the draft. And so uh, it allows them more flexibility because they know they have depth. And Mm -hmm. when you can draft and develop, you can stay good for a really long time. And I think that's been the lifeblood of this organization for a long time. Now, the Saints are coming out of a 2021 NFL draft here where they bring in guys like Peyton Turner and Pete Werner at the very top of this in the first and second round. And you give us a little bit of your thoughts on those selections for this team, because a lot of folks hadn't even heard of these guys coming into their earlier draft evaluations coming into round one, day two. I like both players. Peyton Turner, you watch him play at Houston, and what jumps off to me is the energy that he plays with. And 
you could tell right away that he's engineered to play defensive end in the NFL. He's got a long, thick frame, long arms, and you see him play and you see him turn tight angles and you know that he's a bigger defensive end and he's got really good flexibility. So like right away, the athleticism and the frame really, really pops. But when you watch him, and, and fortunately with the Draft Network, Houston's in my region. So I, mm-hmm. I was exposed <laughs> to Peyton Turner for a while. And so I've watched him develop and you just see that ascension year by year getting better and better. And there wasn't a lot of buzz for him to be a first round pick. Mm -hmm. But when you think about what's worth buying into at the end of the first round where, you know, look, your first round values are pretty much gone at that point. I think last year at the draft network, we had around 20 first round grades. Well, if you're picking 30, 31, 32, you're probably not going to get one of those players. So I thought this was a reasonable swing at a position of need for a guy with an unbelievable motor, unbelievable physical skill. And he's a leader, right? He's a guy that's wired the right way that you know is going to come in and be one of those staple pieces for your team. So I I like everything about him. And now it's up to New Orleans to really maximize his physical potential, which is exciting because there's no limitations. I mean, this guy can do everything from a physical perspective. Now, Pete Warner is a Mm -hmm. player that I thought was one of the most underrated in the class. We were big on both Baron Browning and Pete Warner Mm -hmm. from the Ohio State Buckeyes. And Pete is a guy that Again, you, we, you, there's a ton of tape on him. He's, he was a starter there for a while at Ohio State. Yeah. And you just watch him continue to produce and produce and produce. And it didn't matter if it's coverage, blitzing, playing the run, showing that range, being versatile, being able to play multiple positions. He just did it year after year at, at Ohio State at a high level. And for some reason, there just wasn't a lot of buzz for that. But I like really consistent, solid football players that can sure. fill a, a lot of roles for you. And I love Demario Davis. He's one of my favorite players in the entire NFL. And um, when you look at the Saints linebacking core outside of that, you you didn't see much to work with. I like Zach right. Vaughn as kind of a hybrid player and what he can be, but you need to be able to have another guy, especially if you want to feature Chauncey Gardner-Johnson as this versatile player in the slot. You need to make sure that you can have two backers that you can trust. And I, I really thought... That was a good pick, and I think it's a high – when you take a swing on a guy like Peyton Turner, to know that I think you have a really high-floor guy, and that's not to discredit Pete Warner because I think he's going to be a good starter, but yeah. a guy that you feel a little bit more comfortable about what you're getting there, I like the compliment of picks there and to go mm. for this, you know, the traitsy guy that could be a star right with your first pick, right. and then, all right, well, we swung. Let's get a double here in the second round, and I think that's what they got in Pete Warner. All right, family, one more big thank you to Joe Marino at the Joe Marino on Twitter. You can catch him daily over the Locked on Bills podcast, as well as on the Draft Dudes podcast with Kyle Krabs. Both of those guys doing great work from the Draft Network. Coming up on tomorrow's episode, we're going to take a look at safeties, continuing to bring you five days a week and looking at position by position to make sure you know every name on the roster before training camp begins. We're looking at safeties tomorrow, 10 days away from the uh, franchise tag deadline to get a long-term deal done with Marcus Williams. Or also have to play 2021 on his franchise tag, which is not the end of the world, but we should take a look at what the other players around that safety position look like. And we're going to be talking Chauncey Gardner-Johnson with our good friend, Brandon Olson from Locked On Gators. He's an absolute fan favorite among Saints fans and one of Brandon's favorite Gators to ever come through the Florida program. So we'll talk a bit about CJ Gardner-Johnson, Marcus Williams, and the rest of the safeties in tomorrow's episode as we continue on five days a week here at Locked on Saints. We'll be back with you tomorrow. As always, thank you very much for everything that you do to help support the show. You can reach out on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.